Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do a live on a Tuesday edition of the program. Nearly Bo, the great Z, you're in a fabulous bamboo. I love a bamboo. I mean, you're talking about what happens there is you get a little breeze. It's an air conditioner, my friend. This bamboo is spectacular. This is one, the first time I wore this, I think, I, I believe I wore it around the Hoff, and the Hoff, who has everything, right, was like, I got to get me some of that bamboo. And yeah, so he's going to want that. He had, Brad was like, what? I remember Brad text me, what hoodie, what are you, what are you wearing? <laughs> Ironic that it's a hoodie, believe it or not. What hoodie are you wearing? Ah, Joe wants it. I'm like, it's this. I had to go down there and show him, give him a little. Go ahead, feel the bamboo, feel it up. It's I don't even know where I got this. I don't. It was it certainly, had to be in some some sort of a gift pack or something. Here's a bunch of. Here's I a can't box imagine that. that I purchased this. No, but I I assume it's something that. But I haven't Nathan, seen anybody else in gear. the building ever have this. I've never seen it before until right now. This is the first time I've seen you in it. I think it's sensational. It's a nice lightweight hoodie. Um, I, I think it's everything that you'd want in a hoodie. I'm not. I'll be very candid. I'm not crazy about the two tonus. I would have it. loved this to be orange, and it would be if the hoodie's orange, or if the whole thing's brown. A nice white oh, would have well, been stop exceptional. It. Oh, stop it. Let's not. That would have been exceptional. No, I, I don't know why this is a different color. To be perfectly honest, and you put it on here. I'm going to put it on real quick. Yeah, put it on. Put it on for the people on the stream. It's a real tight. It's a, it's a, it's a tight hood. It's a real. You like a, you look like an executioner. I, I was going to say my, I look like something from Monty Python, yeah. the Quest for the Holy Grail. Right, like an executor. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's important that he who hands the, down the sentence carries out. the I was going to say, you look yeah. like the man who was in charge of the untimely demise of Ned Stark. That's what it looks like Still right there. Gut wrenching. Gut wrenching. Season one, episode nine. Sad. Really was. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was. By Set the way, off, I by like the way. what you're doing here because you're being incredible. You're being incredibly kind. Putting the focus here. No, it's gorgeous. Where it, and I love it's, it. it's great. Let's. I'm not going to. It's know, I'm not gonna words. It, it is yeah. a wonderful thing. It's a it's a full delight. However, you walked in here today, sure, and I almost fell out of my swivel chair as you come in here in this yeah. blue houndstooth. Yeah, we know it's the Jim collection, Vineyard Vines, yeah. Jim Nance collection, living at Pebble Beach, sure. and here you are in it, and Feels it's great. breathtaking. It's breathtaking. I knew when the marriage... a merino wool. I'm sure it's actually it's a performance feel. Oh God, it's a performance. It's got a stretch to it. You're just bathed in luxury really is yeah it's a it's a wonderful Baco nation coming Na- up the this nation stairs. is here. look at them ah oh, looking resplendent looking fantastic yeah oh my god hey we have a full team out there we got a team out there yeah i got to go take in a little bit of the practice tomorrow the day do tell open to the media and uh it's just great to see everybody out there and a news flash our, our quarterback can throw the ball very accurately and and did so oh you don't uh, say out there i do say i do say so yeah. great to see the guys out there great to see the team out there getting to put on the helmets and and you know this phase in the otas and then we'll get full reports tomorrow on the day that you know it's open to the media because we can we're able to dissect that a little bit more um you know you're going to be able to get some seven on seven you're going to be able to get some team periods as well obviously no pads nothing like that but with the helmets on and going through it and the two things, if I could say, that jumped out to me, number one, just the accuracy from our quarterback is uh, is is stunning. Um, and we'll talk to Donovan Peoples-Jones, who not only was on the receiving end of a few passes, we posted one where DPJ is, is just a, a dime into the bucket, and he had a nice little toe-drag swag on the sideline, but who was also on the trip to um, the Bahamas. Big news, though, guys. Big news for you and for you. Yep. 
So I was in the uh, I was in the gym getting in my uh, get my my hot getting workout swole. in. You know, trying trying EDT today, which is something density training. I don't know what the E stands for, but so you have ten minutes on the clock, and I had 185 pounds on the Romanian deadlift, and basically the goal is to get as many Romanian deadlifts as. What's you can a Romanian do. deadlift? Romanian deadlift is where you got it kind of standing up with the bar above your knees, and then you you try to keep your legs relatively straight and you keep your back straight and then you bend it all the way down so the bar gets down about your shin and then you stand it back up so it's like oh, okay okay a hinge so 10 minutes though like if you try to get as many as you can get in that period of time which is it turns out to be an outrageous thing so you Feels do it in, torturous you do it in sets sounds of, totally awful i was getting in yeah. sets of six and eight and then you do five big breaths and then you just get it again and run it back eventually you get, i can only get a set of five and then i you know as, as it goes on but i get the 101 which Feels like a lot. <laughs> I like the idea <laughs> of a lot. of the Hoff as your you know Mandelbaum. He is like kind of training you and getting you set, and he is. I like the idea of that of you checking in with him. And oh yeah, I let him know the progress, are. and he progress. said I, I was like even pushing him because I, he's like I was starting to get numbers that he was unfamiliar with. So he's like I got to do better, and I'm like I think you're doing just fine. I think he's probably okay. Yeah, he's fine. probably all right. And the Hoff even checked in with me today from he's he was perched in a tree making some type of call to something and he was is it turkey season it's turkey season oh yeah i was gonna say <laughs> that's what he's going so for. he's yeah. going after my nemesis he's going after your nemesis no doubt yeah but anyway some what some i was good turkey say, hunting south of here to my brother-in-law that report. they go down there and do that yep do you have to have let's see he's got a shotgun i'm listening to half right here oh my gosh that's a good call Oh my yeah. gosh, the Hoff, fantastic! It's like having the range finder on the golf course. It really is. That's a heck. What of a, a cheat code out of the Hoff. That's a nice now the video ends. Now, Gibby, you said happened, that emphatically but... that that was a great call. Would you know the difference between a good or great? Because I wouldn't. Not I would at not. all. I said it confidently. Happy Van Gibby. Of course he knows. He's a Renaissance man. So anyway, no, back to but the good I, news. I do know the hunting is good in the southern part of Ohio. Yes, I can yes. confirm. Yes, I saw Hartline snagged a couple oh, at his did? place in Central Ohio. Yeah, he. He crushed a couple of them, yeah. so that's that's anytime we can lower that population for me, the better. Yep. All right. So here's who we. So back to the good news because this is this is. Do a, I need to write this down? No, I just think you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna soak it in through your ears and be pleased. Okay. Go. So I'm in the weight room. Yep. Getting after it. Fortunately, it turns out I was in between times. I wouldn't have had time to do it in my 10 minute insanity. Okay. So it was between sets, and who walks through? Our quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Sure. So I see Deshaun. Deshaun, how you doing? Yeah. Great. He's I bet great. you are. Seems like you had a great time down the Bombas. Best trip ever, which is basically those are the three words been said by anybody that I've asked. About Best trip ever. Correct. Yeah. Best it's a great ever. place. Yeah. Yeah. Best trip ever. I said, you know, next time, how about we bring the radio guys along? Now we're talking. We can do some broadcasts from there. We won't yeah. get in the way. I mm -hmm. said, but it sounds like best time ever, something I'm interested in. Yep. And he said, deal. Next time. You guys are in. Can you imagine us infiltrating the Ocean Club? Yeah. Just having our best time. I've got an yeah. outfit for that. I got an outfit for Banana that. Banana Grande will bring Boy. the whole fruit stand to the Bahamas. Let me it's tell be you insane. what's coming to the party. <laughs> A nice raspberry, perhaps. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah, I'm in, man. Yeah, so I that's mean, exciting. Great. I mean, that's great. I can't guess have I mean, a bad day. Done. We can't have a bad day from no. after we've heard that.
No, no. I wouldn't anticipate it. And I don't want to wish away the rest of 2022 at all. This isn't the Adam Sandler movie. But now we know we've got something really on the horizon for 2023. Yeah. And so something for you to remember. That's right. I should have wrote it down. Um, Oh, I'll remind you. Uh, from from this from how sublime it would be to go to the Bahamas to eh, still a little we're going back to Indy. Locked Real in. sublime. I'm pumped about that. I like everything except the drive. Fine, but I like that drive and then the convenience of everything that's there and the times that we have together. Nada, Elmos, you name it. Yeah, I love all of that significantly more than I like the idea of getting on a plane going to L.A. That so far so good. And then driving 40 minutes to this thing, an hour and a half to that thing, three hours to this, four hours to that. Yeah. That sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. This is we wake up in our nice hotel, walk across the skyway, and we're there. That's true. It would not happen in there. The convenience is certainly there. No, L.A. would have been. And Dallas. The only thing that would have been kind of money about L.A. Is that it's in L.A. and it's February. Correct. Correct. And also we would have been done by 11 local. Yeah, that's a big that's a big win. I mean, you're in a situation where you could be on some sort of fantastic golf course. One o'clock. Now, if you said to me, Nathan, I mean, to be fair, if you said to me, this is what's happening. We're going. We could even make a drive to the in desert. It. We're staring. We're we could st- go to the desert, play, come back. I mean, you could do that in a day. Okay. All right. So, what you're saying to me now is we're staying. That'll in be a, our travel day. We're staying in an Airbnb in Santa Monica. Sure. Overlooking the Pacific Ocean. That's right. Okay, now I'm in. Yeah, so I, you know, the the eleven o'clock year end is pretty money. Well, because it feels like then we're going to be we'll we'll be teeing off at uh the country club with LD, right? I mean, that, I feel like if if he's got to be at Bel Air, right? I think he is at Bel Air. Yeah, feels like he would have Don't to. I feel be like he's at Riviera too. Is he going to play? A Probably bit LA Country Club. I'm LA sure Country all Club's of them. What I've heard for LD, yes. It feels like it's Bel Air, isn't that where his, or maybe because they 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 show that, but maybe that's just in the show. Because Bel Air, doesn't Bel Air have, like, that bridge that goes across? I'm not I don't know. Like the Hogan Bridge or something? I think that's at Bel Air. I want to say he's there. We can find this out. Gibby, this is what – where are we at on Stevie's, Gibby? Because this would be something for Stevie to find out. To not only f- tell us where Larry David plays his golf, but also set up around with us. <laughs> he's not your concierge. That's what you think. Riviera. He's definitely at Riviera. This is the you know this is this is that br- the bridge at Bel Air. I'm pretty sure that was in the show, wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, yeah, LD's at Riviera, and actually in the year 2011, he won the uh, the most improved golfer at the club. Congrats to him. That's there you very, go. That's very nice. Yeah. We have so a anyway. meeting. We have a meeting on Thursday to discuss some interns. Hmm. Why do you have to have a meeting? Don't you? You're the head honcho. It says so on your desk. I see it. Over Can't there. you just pick the guy? We I have see meetings. it over there. All we do. We have Come meetings. On. I see it over there. You like that? I did like that. I see it right <laughs> over there. That's nice. I mean, can't we just pick no. our guy? Like get Meckling yeah. in here and let's go. In theory, we have meetings. Yeah, I feel like you need to have the autonomy to just make that so. Just I dream a genie that just one of these, and that's it. Next thing you know, you got yourself an intern. I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's how that's got to go. Larry raised money for the 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 uh, caddies at Riviera during coronavirus. He got a lot of high profile da- donations to help them. Uh, he is 
absolutely a member of Riviera, and his best score on the back nine is a 38, which he's quite proud of. Wow. So there it is. 38. That's pretty good. I'll Riviera looks fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's where you go. I wonder if he shoots the show there. It says it, – it's what it says is that it's It Riviera. has to. It I mean, the guy has shot show. scenes everywhere. Yeah, so that, that, that would be the only something. way that he would have that type of autonomy to, you know, yep. run a David muck. is an avid member at Riviera. He's filmed a number of episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm at the club, which annually hosts the PGA Tour's Genesis Invitational. There you go. And there you go. So look at all the places we could – look what we could have done. He's for sure in my dream foursome. Like, I want – that would be he'd be the first person I think period that I would want to play golf with. Yeah, I think that would be unreal. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. It sure would be. Yeah, I every, anytime somebody people do that, they always talk about playing with like Tiger and all that, and I, there's no there's no joy in that for me. There might be for you, there wouldn't be for me, and I don't think Tiger's necessarily got the best sense of humor, so I don't know if that would be a lot of fun. I guess you could say I played with Tiger and that was cool. Sure, but it you know. Got to have a fun group. Sure. It's, it comes down It's four to and that. a half hours of your life, unless you have fast carts, and then you can do it in two. Yeah. Which I'm always a proponent of. I don't know why there aren't more fast carts around. Why do they have governors on them? They should be able to go 20. Everybody goes 20, 25 miles an hour. Zip it along. My, here's my biggest pet peeve on a Hit golf me. course. The ones that have the like a GPS sensor on your cart, and then they're like, oh, no, you can't be here wherever shuts it is. Shuts down. And it shuts down. Yeah. Uh-uh. No, come uh -uh. on. Come I'm not going to drive on a green. No, I'm not going to drive on a tee box. Be this sensible. Is be reasonable. I'm a steward of the golf course. Yeah. I'm fixing my ball marks. A lot of people don't do that. They chip it on. They don't fix their, fix their pitch marks. It drives me nuts. On. Are you nuts? Exactly. We live you in a society. It's a divot tool. You fix a lot of times you can get them for free yeah. right where you right, right where you tee off on the yeah. first tee. Most places Correct. will have a divot tool for you. You grab it. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And remember, it's from the outside in. That's pop it the up, biggest. And then you pat it down. Yeah, you're there's not so many. replacing it. You're popping up the ground. You pat it down flat. Ball rolls right in the hole. You got to do that. I'm, I'm, an, I'm a great steward of the golf course. You have to be. Yeah. You have to be. It's and by the way, it's also a the misnomer deal. that you're supposed to put your divots back. You want to fill them with sand. Focus. Just depends. Depends on, on the course. Depends on the, on the climate and the course because sure. some people sure. want that replaced. Uh, others will just want to do the sand with the grass. I've seen that, uh, but I have seen some that want want them replaced, and then they because they think it grows back faster. So Isn't it amazing though that you can take a divot after a beautiful and you, you like your divot to be like my iPhone here, a nice dollar bill size, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then you can just put it back, and it just reattaches like yeah. magic. Yeah, like if you were to sever your finger and then reattach. This finger is not the same. I didn't. I never reattached anyway. I, I'm a grow back. Where are you on the grow back on it? It looks pretty normal, right? Like if you if you didn't know, but over there this skin is Oh, I can see a little bit of yeah, there's a little Yeah, oh yeah, there is a little bit, bit of, of a yeah. Compared to the yeah. It uh that skin is very sensitive. We don't want that. Listen, um, sometimes you make a sac sometimes you make a sacrifice for a bolognese. Bolognese sometimes I suffer for my soup. <laughs> uh no suffering coming up next. Donovan Peoples Jones in studio, we're up and running. Told. On a Tuesday edition of Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland.
lot of bad advice out there about gambling from secret methods, picking lottery numbers to betting big when you're on a roll. The myths can lose you money and get you in a lot of trouble. So before you wager, find out what's real and what isn't at KeepItFunOhio.com. Since Nathan and I have been doing this show, there have been several people in the draft process that we would talk about, and then it would come to fruition, and we would say, got to have him. Find a way. Got to have him. The man to my right is one of those guys. So there was a, quite a big celebration uh, when you were selected by this franchise a couple of years ago, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Good to see you, buddy. Um, first day of OTAs in the books, coming off of the Bahamas. Let's go back first. What was yes. that? Let, let's start there yeah, because we, the we didn't have some great weather you know, this spring. It's been tough. Um, so what was it like to get everybody together uh, to go down to paradise like, like it is down there and to be able to come together a bit as a group and get some work done but have some fun and bond? Uh, it was a dope experience. Um, you know, like a lot of guys, is the first year kind of with me. It's like my, my first time being in the off-season program for the for the whole you know year. So for us to kind of get around each other, bond with each other in the Bahamas, um, you know, Deshaun took care of that, and it was it was a dope experience for everybody to just you know connect and just ha- just have fun. Was there anybody that you went into that trip that maybe you didn't know as well, and then coming out of the trip, you're like, man. I love this guy. Yeah, a lot of guys. Um, I feel like I connected with a lot of guys down there, um, even within the receiver room. You know, Amari Cooper, you know, he's a pretty quiet guy, but, you know, got a chance to get to know him a little bit and um, really get to know everybody on offense a little bit more. You know, we, what we just stumbled on here is something we take for granted a little bit, like your first full off season. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Like, we've, we've dealt with pandemic for two years, and it's been hit or miss what you could do or what you couldn't, and now you're finally getting what is a normal – the old normal off season. What's that been like? It's been nice. Um, like I said, to, to get more coaching, to be around the guys for a longer time, being able to bond, being able to do things outside of the facility, you know, no COVID restrictions this year. Um, it's been very, very helpful. Do you feel like you guys are already closer? Because I, it had to be so difficult the last couple of years. It was. You, you really couldn't get together outside the facility at all. Um, and now, you know, guys are going – Going places together, going to eat together, um, doing different things outside of the building, which all builds, you know, great team camaraderie. How, how hungry are you guys? I mean, you tasted a couple of years ago the postseason disappointment last year. We know everything the organization has done. Obviously, Deshaun in the mix is an enormous commitment, and, and we see immediately the, the type of talent that he is. Uh, but there's a lot of guys on this team who have tasted it and then had it pulled away. Uh, do you sense that in the team? Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely, I think they were hungry. Definitely want to win. Um, and, you know, I want to just keep continuing to get better day in, day out, week in, week out, and, and every game once the season comes. With Deshaun coming in as a wide receiver, you obviously want to develop chemistry with your quarterback. And, and it, it looked today, just being out there, you and him seem to already have a very good chemistry. The ball's right where you want it. You're making the catches on the sidelines, getting open. Uh, what has stood out to you about him on the field? And then what stood out to you about Deshaun off the field? Well, on the field, he's very smart, very um, instinctive, um, delivers a you know very beautiful pass. Off the field, he's just a cool guy. He's a genuine person. Um, from what I've been around, you know, he took care of the whole team in the Bahamas, and you know, I feel like that says a lot about his you know his character. It feels like you you've had this apprenticeship the last couple of years with some veterans who know their way around. You think about Jarvis and Odell and uh, the way that those guys went through, and now it does feel a little. Nathan and I talk about this all the time. It, it does feel like it's your time. 
that that it's your your time to as we head into this into what this offense can be that that it's your time to go and, and remember the impact you made that first game in Dallas where you just were everywhere you needed to be blocking and we remember talking to guys at the time saying he just knows everything he knows everywhere he's supposed right. to be you've done the work and it, it does feel like that to us do you feel like that 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 this going into this season this is and you've had great already but in terms of what you're capable of it can be unleashed a little bit this year I'm just trying to, you know, keep growing, keep, keep, keep building, keep learning from, you know, past experiences and, and, and just keep moving forward. When you go out in your exit interview a year ago, what was kind of, because I know part of that is they give you, this is what we want you to focus on in the offseason. What was your big point of emphasis? Oh, uh, just developing more of a, you know, leadership role within the receiver room. Um, I'm one of the guys who've been there the longest, so. Is that know, crazy to say it is, <laughs> it is, it definitely is. It definitely is. It's, you know, it hasn't really been too long, but. Um, I'm very, you know, comfortable with the scheme and other guys who aren't as comfortable, you know, I can kind of be there to kind of help them out and kind of bring them up to speed. In terms of Coach O'Shea and everything that he's been to your early career and what he wants you to grow into, what are those conversations like as you continue to evolve as a player? Just continue coaching. Um, you know, he's a really good coach. He's very on it. He's all about the details, um, which is why, you know, I respect him a lot. And just continue coaching, continued personal growth, um, you know, things that he says applies to, you know, on the field, but as a man too. So just continuing to listen and, and grow and develop. All right. You and I both found a tweet that we both tweeted out a, about a week ago, I want to say it was, where Marcus Mosher put together the guys who had the highest big play percentage in the entire National Football League a year ago. And so what he did is it was your targets, your looks, and then your big plays, you get a percentage out of that, and then we find out who was the leader in the NFL. Well, it turns out we're sitting with him right now. <laughs> Donovan Peoples-Jones, 58 looks, 12 big plays. That's 20.7%. That was tops in the league. The top four, by the way, were DPJ Gabriel Davis, who everybody's thinking is going to have a breakout year in Buffalo, Tyler Lockett, and Debo Samuel. So very productive guys there. You're a very productive guy. If you look at your per-target basis, uh, you know, over 11 yards per target, which is an elite number in the NFL. So are you hungry to say, you know, just give me some more opportunities? And I feel like we're going to be a more pass-oriented offense this year. I think that's a natural progression of things. So are you excited about the possibilities? If you're a guy who gets 80 targets, 90 targets, you know, you're a 1,000-yard guy based on what you've done historically, and I think you're only getting better. Um, you know, yeah, I'm excited. Excited to be in this offense. Excited for another year, another opportunity. Um, like I said earlier, I just want to keep growing, keep making the most out of all of my opportunities. That's an evolution we talk about, right? Yeah. And that growth, and that's what you want as a no matter what what profession you're in, you want to continue to be able to raise the bar and get a little better year in and year out and improve your worth going forward. And it feels like there's a lot. I think about Chief. You know, we talk about Chief with that too. Like, do you get when those at bats come, you're ready for it? It feels like you guys have put in the work and you are. And then when you factor in what Deshaun can bring and will bring to this offense, not just from a passing standpoint, but with his feet. There's a potential here for this to be very dangerous. We don't put the cart before the horse. We get a long ways to go. Uh, but it, but in terms of how dangerous this offense can be, it feels like it's got an answer for everything. And you guys are just doing the very beginning stages of that right now. But can you sense what it could be? Um, I mean, you know, I, I always think you can sense what it can be um, early on. But like you said, you know, we got a long way to go, and we're going to take this thing day by day. And hopefully, everybody, you know, on the same page, in which I think we are. So um, continue to elevate. So this is your third year in this system, which, by the way, nice, right? You get to be in one system for your entire career. Number one, how much more comfortable are you than you were even last year at this time? And then number two, what do you see as some of the big changes that could be coming or to this season's version now with Deshaun at quarterback? 
Yeah, uh, I feel definitely more comfortable um, every year. Every, you know, every time I get to go out there, you kind of get to learn from your past experience. So, you know, I try to focus on that and 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 keep growing as much as I can. And um, <coughs> you know, with Deshaun, I think it's just going to add on to that. Um, you know, I think he brings a certain confidence and swagger to the team that you know everybody feeds off of as well. So, uh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for this for this year for this season. Um, and for everything that's in store. Were you excited to see a, a fellow Michigan man come into the fold here with Chase? Absolutely. That's Absolutely. Your guy, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we locker mates now. Um, love Chase. He's a fiery guy, you know, dope personality. So I didn't recognize him without the hair the first time. Yeah. It was, I'm so used to seeing the locks. He's trying to look like Thor now. That's yeah. what he's going with the, the he's short going for Thor. New Thor. Yeah, yeah new Thor. he was old Thor. He was old Thor, now new with Thor. The, you see it, you know, the blonde yeah. locks coming out. He's got this guy. He talked him into last bit of the shower go cold, cold shower, shower. Yeah. yeah you do that too a little bit cold shower yeah uh, i think it come from like that wim hof yeah wim hof, wim hof. that's yeah. what i said wim that's hof. a guy was on real sports where he gets yeah. in there he just sits there for an hour in the freezing cold he lake. does that but then he trains you to like hold your breath as well and like suppose if you get to the advanced levels you can like hold your breath for three minutes and then yeah. you have like the voices just like the cold shower gives you the voices yeah. and I don't know, man. Yeah. Sounds pretty wild to me. But yeah, Wim Hof, it's good stuff. It, it gives yeah. you an energy, right? Yeah. When you yeah. get that cold shower. I do it every time now. I won't stop. I don't think I'll ever stop. I have it. So There's the, science behind it. The science. Science. Always lean on Brilliant. the science. <laughs> I, I, I got the shower that's behind, but then it's above and then jets at. So I'm in, I'm in all of the heat. What a flex. Right I'm in, there. I'm in all of that? the Did heat. Did you hear that? What a I'm in all flex. of the heat. And Living I, at Pebble Beach. No, you're listening. I'm listening to you, and I'm listening to Winovich, and I'm going, okay, let's go cold the last minute. Let's yeah. see what's happened. I'll tell you what. If you're in that type of shower situation, you're going to want to adjust where the water's coming from to get directly hit with the cold water after the warm. <laughs> you can go, needs go on a gradient. You, you bring it down, 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 I went down, down. all in. Then, but... It's great though, but you felt I bet like John shock. Rambo in First Blood. You felt that. I mean, shock. it was. Yeah, it was awful. It's a shock to your system. There was a. It did give you a little bit of a rush, though. I will. I will give you that. Yeah, that's the point. All right, DPJ. This year goes bonkers. You become the guy. You have a monster season. The team wins. You're super happy and everything. Based off of this tweet, which was a week ago, one day, maybe one day, I won't have to pay for you at Chipotle tweets. Oh. That would that be the dream? Oh, would man. a Chipotle deal? Is that the dream for you? I don't think anybody knows how much I love Chipotle more than like the people I'm around closely. Uh, just speaking, though, yesterday I had Chipotle three times. Okay. 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 First of all, just like yesterday. we need to, you, okay. we need to have this done already. Like this should yeah, already this should be, be done. Happening. Like, yeah. His agent Dom, where's Dom? At? Dom, Dom, what are get you doing? Come on. Dom's trying to get back to the Bahamas. Come on, Dom. I mean, Dom. We got to get him a Chipotle deal. We got to get a Chipotle, Chipotle deal immediately. <laughs> all right, Chipotle. I need y'all to make sure that Donovan Peoples Jones. Get some a deal. It doesn't matter if it's one year, two years, three years. Lifetime, Dom. Um, go shoot for the stars. Supply, gift cards, email me or email him. We need <laughs> That's it. And there it is. Yes, and there it is. I What's feel like the order? Out there. Did yeah. you have three different order? orders yesterday? No, same order. Every same time. Order. Every time. Oh, God. Let's go. I'm writing this down. Right down. Go yep. So we go in there. We got double rice. White um, or brown? White rice. Double white. Okay. Double white with the cilantro and the lime. Yes. And then we go in one scoop of the regular chicken. Uh-huh. And then we're going two scoops of the pollo asada. Triple meat already. You Love know. it. And then, uh, you know, now I'm just going a little hot sauce and then I'm out the door. That's it. That's the, it. the red one? Yeah, the red one. The red one. Yeah, yeah. the hottest. No pico de gallo. No, no, no pico. corn. No corn. No lettuce. No lettuce. No guac. No verde. No, no verde. No verde. No cheese. No sour cream. 
Maybe some cheese and sour cream every now and then. Every now and then. Every now and then. I stay away from the white condiments. That's just yeah. me. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the cream. But you don't like the crema? No, no crema. Don't try to call it a crema. Don't try to call it an aioli and make me feel like it's good. No, it's cream. I'm out. Or mayo. Know, or that's mayo. it. I know that's exactly. It. I know what you're doing over there. So, all right. So, that's this is fantastic. Would you say, because you said three yesterday, in a, a year, 365 days, Michigan man, of course, he's aware of this. He did probably tell me about the quarter for the leap year to make it completely accurate. <laughs> How many Chipotle bowls are you eating in one year? In one year? On average. Um, it's at least once a week. So between okay. 50 and 100. Okay. That's Probably right. like 75-ish. 75-ish. Because okay. some weeks it can get, you know, two, and then maybe if I'm somewhere and else. We had three yesterday, so that really sets the number up. Yeah, but then yeah, I probably won't good. eat it again for like another week. Okay. And then you'll be back in there. Yeah. Do you, is there somebody else on the team that enjoys Chipotle as much as you do? I haven't, I haven't found you anyone. You haven't found them? No. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say it's accurate to say that, that you've goaded Chipotle? Chipotle's goaded? Uh, Chipotle, Chipotle is goaded. Chipotle is goaded. Chipotle is goaded. You can't goat Chipotle. Okay, yeah. so, this is, so Donovan comes in today. My oldest is in this thing where he's talking about, like the other day at dinner, he goes, oh, yeah, Dad, you goaded. That was a good old he, man version of, did you goat Chipotle? That was great. I, I tried. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't understand how to use it in a sentence. So the way he said it was, he goes, Dad, you goaded this steak. And I don't know, so I don't understand what. So instead, it I feel like you should have said the steak is good. To be fair, he's ten. Yeah. The steak is good. So this is a good little lesson for him yeah. on how to yeah. use it. Yeah. But Donovan came in here with the hoodie, goaded forever. Goaded forever. Donovan's goaded. You were aware of this because of your son. There's oh, no yeah. way you knew about this independently. Well, I mean, I know about the goat, and then when somebody, well, right. that something can be goaded, then it's the greatest of all time. Yeah, the goaded thing, the ed on the end yeah. of it was new to me. Bryce from Fortnite. It's I'm Fortnite. Goated. I'm goaded. That's what he says. Like he, he'd Fortnite take thing. his boys out, and he's like, "I'm goaded." <laughs> do you play? Uh, no, I don't play. No. No, no video games? Nah, not anymore. Not even Madden? Nah, there have been anymore. some good DPJ cards that they dropped this year, which I'm sure you've heard about, but it, yeah. it never got on there. Nah. Okay. Nope. All right. What do you like to do for fun in your free time? Uh, chill with friends, family. Yeah. yeah. A people person. That's why yeah, he's yeah. a goaded human. So what do you go to? Peoples. Peoples. It's in his name. Peoples. That's right. <laughs> it's in his name. Your app? Yes. You got an app? Yes, sir. It's lo- Let's go. What, what can what you is tell it? us? Tell you. Uh, it's called Deep Pass Jam, uh, you know, acronym DPJ. Sure. Um, it's basically, we, we made the app for, <clears throat> um, you know, it, it, it's a children's app. So, I mean, but anybody can play it. But it's basically like an arcade game where you kind of travel and see how far you can go with, you know, an avatar that looks like me. Um, and all the proceeds going to the Children's Mott's Hospital at the University of Michigan. So, Goated human. We said it for <laughs> And not only that, you've got a, a free youth camp coming up next yes, month. Yep. Where, where's that at? That'll be in Detroit, Michigan. In home. Detroit? Yep. Nice, nice. I'll tell you what, you got three downloads on this for my three boys as soon as there I'm done go. here. That's right. High scores. Need we'll to see. we'll get them locking the out. Score. And then one of them will be goaded? Yes. If whoever, they're the number one, the if they get the highest score, then they're goaded. Yeah. Did I use it in a sentence correctly? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. What a job out of me. That was. Thanks for stopping by, buddy. Good seeing you. Like us, but you know, would be goaded. This Bahamas trip probably was goaded. And if we get to go on it next year, more goaded. <laughs> I don't know if you can be more goaded once you're goaded. Donovan, but told, we try. Deshaun told us. He said, "I know." I saw him in the weight room. Day. He said, hey, he "We said, can come." Like, Deshaun. The only thing he was missing because he says it's the great best trip ever. That's what everybody says: best trip ever, best trip ever. I said, "The only thing you're missing with the, were the radio guys. We could go broadcast out there. We won't get in the way. Well, we're a fun. We're a fun group." He did say that Dom would not be able to go if we did. So Dom, he said you, it was Dom or Gibbe. Dom, would you, are you like willing Dom to sacrifice for us? Dom is not willing to sacrifice for Dom, us. Dom, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Don't be selfish. You got to. You got, you got to, to ride go? the. Yeah. 
you know, one. You rode Space Mountain, bro. Every year, every other year, Dom. What's yeah. what's the harm in that? Who gets hurt? I'll take every other year. Oh, so <laughs> for us, <laughs> we can get a deal going on. There you go. Dom, so, great human. Chipotle, listen to that. Fantastic human. Two great humans right here showing what it's like to care for their fellow man. <laughs> what better? The, the big year out of this. This is going to be fun. Oh, my God. It's going to be fun. Come on. He Good knows. Good you, buddy. The fam knows. His whole family knows. This is a DPJ show. All, all the peoples know. All the peoples. <laughs> all the peoples I see know. what you did there. Yeah. State school, but every but once in a while. still pretty good. Every once in a while. Still pretty good. The great Donovan Peoples-Jones in studio. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, guys. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. My good friends at the Bath Authority can give you that bathroom of your dreams. They can do it for you in about a day. In fact, you could transform your current bathroom into a custom bath, a spa-like feel. I remember the things I just was explaining with the jets and the, uh, the waterfall on yes. top, all of that. Yes. They, this is what they do. They can do these things. They'll take care they of you. They can do it. Yeah, they'll take care of you. Uh, and they'll do it for you at a fraction of the cost of the competitors. The Bath Authority is our area's premier bath and shower remodeler, expert factory trained installers. You give them a call right now. You get 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel. That number 216-220-8399 or go to thebathauthority.com. They have the largest selection of bath projects. They're all made in the United States. Superior products, expert installers. Again, give them a call now. 500 bucks off your next custom bath or shower remodel at 216-220-8399. Tell them Bo sent you. Go to thebathauthority.com where affordability meets quality. Honestly, at the end of the DPJ interview, we could have just said the next level's next. It was it was, the interview was goaded, and we could have just walked out. High note, Costanza. Just that's it. All why right. don't we just turn it See over? Later? Later. But here Hold we on. are. Why don't we just turn it over to the man who has now three different Twitter handles that we know yes. about? We've got BGSU Gibbs, which is a dud. We've got. Peepaw Gibbe, great. And we have Pappy Van G- at Pappy Van Gibbe. Just That's done up. too? Oh, yeah, Pappy Van Gibbe. Pappy Van Gibbe. <laughs> and Pappy Van Gibbe's got some great pictures. Is it all the same person? I don't know, it's but Pappy Van Gibbe's got, we'll him he's, got he's got Gibbe on a Mount Rushmore as one of his pictures. Pappy Van Gibbe. Yeah. That's one now too? Yeah, Pappy Van Gibbe. Oh, yeah, they're all out in the mix. <laughs> I need to look at this. Pappy Van Gibbe. What's the What's the tag? I think it's just at Pappy Van Gibbe. I'll have to, I'll have to look up. Is a new, a new, uh, I followed him. It's riveting radio right here. At, you got, we got at BGSU Peepaw. So we have at BGSU Peepaw. Meckling tweeted. Oh, it's, it's huge P is what the. Oh, yeah, huge P. Huge right. P. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great picture of Gibby on Unbelievable. Rushmore. And then he's on Rushmore. Right. Yeah. I'm in. At here's, Pappy Van Gibbe. Here's an interesting follow. plot twist. Meckling. Meckling tweeted at bgsu people what is the best gift you've ever received and why is it nathan zagura and bo bishop meckling <laughs> god bobby way to, go. way to go roberto roberto i mean is bobby! he in the mix is he in the mix gibbe who meckling bobby i don't know has he submitted an application i don't think he has yeah he's probably he may have like employed. a real life, i feel you know, like, like he's a, got a real he's job a, he's, he's a, a man of He's an established individual. Yes, he's a man of consequence. Hey, did you pick Stevie when we had Esteban? Did you pick him, or was he assigned? He was definitely assigned. 
That know. kid set the bar so high. I know. He's doing TV. Where's he doing TV? Like South Minot, Dakota? Minot, North Dakota North or something, Dakota, someplace yeah. out there in the yeah. Dakotas. He's a star. Why not? Two states. Why not one? You tell me. Why <laughs> not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, so this Do is. we need I, two Dakotas? Probably not. Probably not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not but sure. then you're at 49 states. I'm not sure. You, you, pick, you pick up Puerto Rico, you're safe. Oh. Take Vancouver. Like Take ha- British Columbia from the Canadians. That way, we, that way we can place. drive on our land all the way up to Alaska. Could thrive. Sure. Happy Pick Van up a Gibbing. Caribbean. Go, go take Bermuda. We've got Hawaii. Bahama. Go grab Bermuda or the Bahamas. Come on. Come on. Yeah, something a little tropical. Something fun. fun What's f- the harm? Fun for the kids. No harm. No harm whatsoever. Yeah. Puerto Rico's there waiting. You can take them. By the way, real quick, little news from around the league. The Ravens have ter- agreed to terms on a one-year deal with cornerback Kyle Fuller, which feels like a very nice Ravens move. Kyle Fuller, very good player. So Part I- of the Fuller-Virginia Tech dynasty, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. You've got that, right? <clears throat> I did see that there were, uh, they were having discussions about the uh, um, Pro Bowl and what to do with that. Yeah. There's not a whole lot. I mean – I've got that slated for 215, but if you want to go ahead and talk. Oh, peepaw. We had so many luminaries in top rope. We've got Monson coming up at 2 o'clock. Monson. I'm kind of upset with Monson, though. I look forward to you, uh, you know, bringing your grievance up to him. I don't know if you possibly upset about what he do. It's not what he did. It's what he didn't do. Oh, plot twist. I felt like that would have been a great, like, time on an SNL skit when I said they would, like, zoom (laughs) the camera in. And right in? Yeah. Like for the Californians, I do believe I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what it's saying. I, I guess you'll. I don't know. I will. I look forward Sam to. Sam Monson put out a, a list of his uh, <laughs> the best guards in the NFL, and he only had three people on that list. And I think there was an omission. No Wyatt, no Joel. One, yes, but not both. No. Did he also put out the corner one? <laughs> no Wyatt. Yes, correct. No Joel. Oh, okay. No. Yes, Joel. But no Wyatt, huh? That's hence the, the sad, need for a grievance. Sad. Hate to see it. We'll file the grievance. Or is it a staunch Sam? Wyatt Teller show? Guy pancakes Absolutely. people. Absolutely. All right, so we'll, I'm just going to flip your segments then, Gideon, yeah, since we fine. start. So we're, we'll you're do safe. the – Yeah, he's safe, pal. Get into the Cody Benjamin ranking the quarterback coach thing in, uh, at 215. Sure, sure, on sure. This, on this Pro Bowl conversation. Okay. Um, here's the – this is the tricky part. This thing still rates pretty well. The game's been garbage for a long time, but it rates pretty well. In the old days, a trip to Hawaii for the family was great. Yes. And, that, and I don't know – I still think that would have a little juice to it. They still get to go to Orlando, right? And and I know that they get to go do the Disney hey, where on, you get not, to cut every com- line. Let's not compare Orlando to Hawaii. I mean, that's a very different vacation. The kingdom is magic, brother. It is. It's fine. I've been putting it off with the family for a long time. I eventually, I'm oh, going to go have probably real, this year. You have a great time. Uh, but it's it's quite a bit different, I think. All expenses to Hawaii, all expenses to Orlando. Yes. Yeah. So, to me, if you go back to the Orlando, I mean, you go back to Hawaii, maybe you have a chance. That being said, I think it's probably past its time. You know, some people talk about skills competitions. You know, maybe like they used to – you remember like Battle of the Network Stars? Loved it. So great. Bruce Jenner. Loved it. Really good. Yeah. Turns out, yeah. Maybe you're good at 10 different things just right out of the gate. Really was. Thrived at that. I always felt like uh, Frank Gifford was in the mix too on that. And I loved when they would have – Juice Simpson. Pretty heavily involved. I also liked when they would do the things, and I don't even remember what, and maybe perhaps it was on that show, but where they would do like, I remember there were dunk contests with Irv and, and Prime. 
and like oh yeah that's well, that what was, I was well there was footlockers the footlocker slam fest or whatever where like mike Connolly uh-huh would win and then prime was in that and irv was in that yeah i Give remember that as well that, that was Give good. Me some of that i do think uh, maybe a maybe a i saw ben albright tweet something similar and it got me thinking like you know most accurate thrower strongest arm uh fastest like is there the 40 yard dash was fun is last that year stuff interesting Bowl. i guess only if you get the best players was it the to pro Bowl it. at vegas this year Sure. It was, right? I think it was, yeah. It was. It was. It was Vegas. So Vegas isn't so bad. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they need to come up with something. Ocho Cinco said he thinks it should be, like, all people who are out of the league flag football against, like, this year's Pro Bowlers. So, like, you could have, I don't know. Like Terrell Owens and Ocho Cinco. and Theo and Ocho. Chuck and Carson Palmer. Basically, sure. the, the only yes. two wide receivers are two fo- former players that are, like, I desperately want to keep playing. I need to find something to do with my time. Yeah, Ocho's a tremendous boxer. He eats a lot of McDonald's. By the a way, we didn't man. talk about it yesterday, but did you see the Frank Gore? The yes, tweet Frank, of Frank Gore, Gore is a beast. Out a guy well, at boxing. <clears throat> that's that's, you know, Zoe had that in him. Yes. You know those South Florida dudes that play down there, play a little tailback and play a little knock you out. I'm also pretty sure that Zoe was a, a was a darn good lacrosse player is that he posted something about that the other day what i think so like it's on his he posts a bit though so it'll be tough to get through but big twitter guy a lot of posts not huge but he's definitely active hmm i think so and he was saying that he's into that he was into last i gotta find Carry on, carry on something. I'll tell you. I'll give you something. Yeah. I want to shout out Marty and the people at Paramount. I got to see Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. Give a exclusive, Peepaw exclusive. It was fantastic. We were invited. You were invited. You were on the email. What are you talking about? I was invited. I sent you an email. Uh, Sent you both an email. Yes, he did. And asked multiple times. Yeah. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Yeah. No, we, uh, erroneous. I, I, correct. Erroneous. I had, no, the I first had, I'm hearing of it is right now. I'm telling you. We, we had, had a conversation about this? In the studio about the premiere. I'm sorry, it wasn't lacrosse. I remember having the conversation about Naval. No, 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 no. You know, well, this, that, this was recently. Right. Marty Fox, our, our good friend. Uh, fine, you. Here in town. Had seats last night for the Cleveland premiere. Yeah, he did. Facts. It was on the west side of town. In fact, that's why I didn't make it. Oh, too far. Too far. Yeah. Too far. I honestly don't remember a con. You sent me an email on this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we and did mention it I once in the studio. We, yeah. did, we talked about it once, but briefly. Are you sure I was, not, are you sure I was here? Yes. Yeah. It wasn't a. I no. wasn't in no, the west coast? Because the show happened. I wasn't on holiday? A show no. happened. Did it? No. That's how I know you were here. Okay. Can I get one thing on the east side? No, there's not. No. God. All no. I know. I can't catch a break. No. The disrespect. I, 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 I want to shout out. Look at him. Look at him. Wait, wait, Sutton wait, stop. Sutton. Come back. Look at this. Come back. I, mean, I he's can't a, see. There's a door in the way. The man is in a, he's in a khaki pant. Beautiful blazer. A, a gorgeous loafer, a crisp white shirt, and a yes. light blue windowpane blazer. That's right. Is that what just happened? That's right. On a Tuesday? On a Tuesday. You saw it. Top Gun Maverick. It's on, it, it lives up to the hype of a sequel. Well, now, and what does that some. mean? Because some are great that and some like an suck. sounds like insult. No. Like Godfather's Are we talking Caddyshack 2? No. Caddyshack 2? Suck. Smoking the nope. Bandit 2? 
Oh, so God, he, he's peacocking around. He wanted to come back again. Is he maybe coming Look in? This. Look at this. Completed. He's got something in his hand. The he's entire got, is insane He has right something now. in his hand. He has a hat. That he what he's in. got going on right he's now coming in. is electric. He's coming in. This outfit is electric. He's coming in. Nothing oh, says summer quite like this. He's in here. <laughs> look at that. Would you look at that beauty? Would the you look at that? state. Look at look this at coat. Look at that. How gorgeous. Look at that. What's he doing? Buying property? Is he buying property in the I don't home know. state? I can help with that. Swag. I don't know. I mean, is he, it, is he may, still in there? Maybe if we wanted to take a training camp trip, you want to do some joint practices off-site somewhere for a week. I got property. Let's do it. I love that. Look at that. Look That's at that. Strong, what a bold leather. A bold leather it's a logo. Beautiful leather. A gorgeous olive. Yeah, please. Supple. supple. It feels like it's a brown spotted. We'll go over your vocabulary before we get there. <laughs> the yeah, heifer. We're, the we're heifer. To, we're definitely going to. How about that? How about that? How about that? The heifer. The heifer? Yeah. Is that good? You would, yeah. Herford? No, a Herford is a t is a oh, breed of cow. yeah. Herford, yeah. A heifer it's is a big a, one. Is a female cow that is yet to give birth. Yeah, to right. a baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so, then a brown so spotted is American yeah. wagyu. I don't think that's right. I think that is incorrect. I don't think that's right. But I I love that you a keep black Angus. It. Now you're on it. A red Angus. Sure. Yeah, now you're on to something. The brown spotted Angus. Brown spotted Angus. I don't know that that's possible. It is. Let's do some crossbreeding there. A colonel? Back to Top Gun. It's fantastic. Go see it in the theaters. It's got to be done it's, in the theater, it right? It has yeah. to be done in the theater. And the first five seconds, you're – the first five seconds, you're like, all right, this is this is it. The Run. music starts, and you are you are in, and you are dialed in, and it is awesome. I'm not sure that there is there. I mean, that anthem, so Top good. Gun anthem, is Electric. so so good. It and you you just don't expect it for part two, and part two leads off. Well, well they've been when, making it 35 years. When making, we went and saw awesome. Doctor Strange in the theater, they did about a four minute preview of Top Gun Maverick. So you, I got, I knew that the song was in it because it was in that form of preview, and everybody that. Why, and that all you heard are in the theater. Oh yeah, we gotta go see that. I we're mean, gonna go looked, see that. It looked yeah. that good. I was talking with my uh, Pete when we were golfing. Me, Pete, the kid, and Simze, and I think he said something that was very smart. Why would they not have in the call it the month leading up to this have re-released a remastered Top Gun into the theaters? Yeah, smart. Would have been smart to do that because I told you that experience. A buddy of mine put a theater room in. I'd never seen it like that. I'd only ever seen it streaming VHS when we were kids. Oh, yeah. Wore that I out. I wore it out. Completely. I broke it. I, I knew every word. There was a time in my life where I knew every word to every scene That's right. of that movie. That's Could right. do the whole thing. Yeah. So, to go for, yeah, to me, like, I'd never seen it even, like, in a theater room, let alone, like, a big screen. Like, yeah. that would have been a pretty good job out of them to re-release yeah. it. and especially for, like, Bootsy and Kingsley to be able to, like, go yeah. see that in the theater so that when you jump into Maverick, they have, like, some, some background on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That is very true. I think I can take my old. Can I take my oldest to see this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, even Top Gun wasn't that bad. I just remember thinking that the well, one there's the scene, one scene. There's a little there's vulgarity, some kissing, but there's no not... the vulgarity they get from me. That's fine. It, it's there's it's... just some kissing. It's all no, I think kissing. it accelerates a little bit more with him and McGillis. Yeah, it does. They look like snakes. They were just like mm, mm. odd kisses. <laughs> <It was> very <laughs> odd. 
Odd That's kisses. what I remember thinking as a little kid. I remember that. They, and knowing what we what, and knowing what we know now. Let's demonstrate that again yeah. on camera. No. <laughs> knowing what we know now. Yeah. Maybe all added up. Maybe perhaps. Maybe all the little breadcrumbs were there. Maybe they were. All right, back to Alonzo Highsmith, which started this whole thing. It wasn't lacrosse. It said watching the hockey playoffs brings back memories. I mean, look, was this he guy, played hockey? Look at how formidable a young Zoe was on skates. Jeez. Guy's an unbelievable. He's an unbelievable. He's athlete. one of the great athletes of our time, and has and a great human. has one of the yeah. great yeah. caught on camera ever between him and Bosworth in the U doc. Yeah, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Wow, so good. He, Tickets for all Cleveland Browns chutzpah. games are on sale now. For more information, visit clevelandbrowns.com. The chutzpah of the man, because Boz at that time felt almost unimpeachable, right? He was like, well, he was. I mean, it's fun. You know, unfortunately for him, like his, you know, he, he got hurt in the pros and is remembered mostly for the Bo Jackson thing, but he was a super duper star player at Oklahoma, like first team, all American big time, big time player. And it's sometimes, sometimes I think people think of him as a joke because of what happened in the NFL. And that couldn't be further from the truth. No, he was, he was like the baddest dude. He was the baddest dude. Yeah. He and was the Mohawk and the whole, the whole like, bit, the whole yeah. thing. He's damn good. You listen to Cleveland Browns daily on eight fifty ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Rumpke Waste Recycling, family owned and operated. Whether you join them as a customer or as an employee, you'll become part of the family. Visit Rumpke.com to learn more. Time to head out on the hotline for a visit with our good buddy, Sam Monson, pro football focus, lead NFL analyst. Uh, Sam, we kind of feel like uh, if you're familiar with the, the movie Hoosiers, uh, when Norman Dale says, uh, my team is on the court, it kind of feels like our team is on the field now with the signing of Jadavian Clowney. And as you look at everything that Andrew Barry has done this offseason, uh, what do you make of it? Yeah, I think it's been a pretty good offseason for Cleveland generally. Obviously, everything hinges on the big move they made for Deshaun Watson and, and everything that that entails. And really, that that is the single biggest statement move that this franchise has made since, I guess, drafting Baker Mayfield number one overall. Um, so right now, we don't really know what Deshaun Watson's status is going to be with the NFL uh, getting somewhere towards wrapping up their investigation of the whole thing. But Deshaun Watson on the field, I think, is a massive upgrade for this Cleveland team. Um, and this was a team that was almost in playoff contention last year, even with a Baker Mayfield playing through a badly injured shoulder all season long. So if they get that kind of upgrade on the field at the most important position uh, in the game, then this is a roster that's well capable of contending. And one of the reasons this roster is capable of contending, we know the great running backs, the great offensive line, Amari Cooper is now here, but a lot of talent on this defense in the bringing back of Jadevian Clowney to pair with Miles Garrett with what's going on on the back end of this D. What do you make of getting Clowney back? How important was that in your mind? And how good can this defense be now uh, going into this season? Yeah, I think it's a pretty important move. You need some kind of foil opposite Miles Garrett or alongside him or just some other threat on that defensive line so the teams cannot take him away by dedicating all their resources to Miles Garrett and Miles Garrett only. You know, we saw last season that Clowney's capable of having those games where he's left with a favorable matchup and he dominates and he plays extremely well. He's never been able to sustain it for, you know, the full season and never earn that giant contract extension that he's looking for. But 
from the Browns' perspective, they need a guy that can take advantage of those one-on-ones, and you probably couldn't trust a guy like Alex Wright, the rookie, to come in there and do that immediately, though I do like his kind of long-term potential of emerging into being that guy. So I think getting Clowney back makes that defensive line a different proposition for opposing offenses to have to deal with and makes them formidable enough that they're going to be a factor in most games with Miles Garrett obviously doing the bulk of the uh, the heavy lifting. And Sam, also the you know getting Denzel Ward locked up long term, and uh, Greg Newsom, what we saw from him. I know the organization organizations thinks a lot of Greedy Williams going into his third season. Ronnie Harrison come back wasn't the season maybe everybody expected from him, but he's still back. So that back side of that defense, back end of that defense, and then JOK, who boy was everything we thought he could be. There's a potential here, isn't there, for for this defense to be pretty special. Yeah, definitely. I think they really attacked that secondary last off season, and they're kind of reaping the rewards of that right now. They've got a lot of quality players there, and you know, almost too many players for the the number of uh, snaps you're going to have. And I think it's part of the reason why they were willing to trade away Troy Hill after acquiring him. Um, but yeah, that that's a really talented group in coverage, uh, which is the most important aspect of you know modern defense. So that group could absolutely change the way teams attack this defense and and really put some of the focus back on that defensive line and put them in some really good situations by buying them some coverage sacks and some coverage pressure. Sam, when you flip it around to the offense where Deshaun Watson, you go and you look at the, the offensive lines he played behind in Houston, he has never played behind a line as good as that of the Cleveland Browns, and that's even with Nick Harris stepping in for J.C. Treader, who has been a stud and I think one of the more underrated and underappreciated players uh, in the NFL, certainly at his position. How, what can you expect that to do for a guy like Deshaun and for this offense to have that great offensive line in front of him? Yeah, it should be huge. I mean, we've been preaching at PFF for a long time that you don't need an elite offensive line. Um, You don't need the best offensive line in the NFL. You just need to get a serviceable group, a group of five average starters, and you're in a good place. But it never does you harm to have an elite offensive line. It makes everything else easier. Obviously, it makes running the ball easy, and that's why with the talent that Cleveland has in the backfield, they should have a really powerful running game as well. But it also makes everybody else's life easier from a passing game standpoint. The quarterback's going to have more time. The receivers have more time to get open. Everything just has more time and and is able to function better. So, yeah, this is a great situation in terms of protection for Deshaun Watson to step into. And we've seen him play at an extremely high level despite not necessarily having that in the past. So from from his uh, perspective in terms of his potential ceiling as a quarterback – we might not have seen the best of Sean Watson yet. And the last time we saw him play, he was playing at that um, elite level where he was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, even if his team wasn't winning games that year. Right. And led league in yards, led league in completion percentage. Uh, very, very talented quarterback. And we're talking about that line real quickly. And Sam, I got a beef with you. Oh, yeah? What's that? What's that? <laughs> Tier one guards. Martin, Nelson, Batonio. What about Wyatt? The guy was the number one graded player in all of PFF on offense two years ago and was darn good again last year. What's he got to do to be tier one? He was. He needs to get a little bit better and a little bit more consistent in pass protection, I think. His run blocking has been off the charts. And, you know, when um, 
when Jack Conklin was there alongside him, that, that, those two were the most potent double team in the NFL, I think. You watch those guys combination block on defensive linemen and just drive those guys off the line of scrimmage. It was crazy to see. But Wyatt Teller, he's given up a little bit more in, in pass protection than the elite guys and the tier one guys. Um, so I think he's right on that cusp. And, you know, certainly there's an argument that, that he's in that first tier, but I think even just comparing him to Joel Batonio, you know, the, the pass blocking grades are not in the same kind of area and he's given up sort of seven sacks over the past couple of years and that's, that's a significant difference. Okay. All right. Of All course, right, I knew you were going to have he a, fair have a reasoned response. Solid. Come on. He's a great. He's an elite tier two guard. Then elite tier, elite two. tier That's two. Fine. I like that. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Sam, we were talking. We had Donovan Peoples Jones in the studio with us here about an hour ago, and and uh, we were talking about where we are at receiver. And I think conventional wisdom, a lot of people think that maybe the Browns need to add one more. I, I tend to think maybe they do too. Uh, but if they don't, I, I think two things that are critical are going to be David Njoku and Donovan Peoples-Jones, that that will be the key, yes. that if, if we don't go get somebody else, those two guys need to really develop. What have you seen in their young careers to maybe lead you to believe that they can or, or that they can't? Well, they're both kind of special athletes and, and special potential. Um, and Joku in particular, like this was a guy who has all the tools to be an elite uh, tight end in today's NFL, particularly as the league gets ever more focused on receiving at that position and blocking is, is a smaller part of the job than it once was. Like you look at Njoku play and you sort of wonder, like why hasn't he been amongst the best uh, tight ends in the NFL? There's no reason when you watch him play that this guy can't be a Darren Waller or, you know, one of those guys that really is at the peak of that position. So I think sometimes tight ends coming into today's NFL, it's a tougher transition than it used to be. And I think we're seeing some of these guys take a few years to really get going. But I, I think we started to see flashes of that or, or more consistency um, from Njoku last year. So I'm kind of excited to see what he can do this season and, and maybe an upgrade at the quarterback position won't hurt either. We'll give him better opportunities. But I think they have huge talent, those two guys. And somebody like Amari Cooper coming in to be the number one and to take real attention away from other guys in that offense, I think can only help players like that emerge and become more consistent secondary and tertiary targets for the quarterback. And I think that's going to be very exciting. And what we're talking about is the Browns' ability to throw the football at an elite level is something that, you know, frankly, we were not able to do last season. And so what you look at Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and even Dearness Johnson, what they were able to do, it becomes more impressive because they did so against such heavy boxes. I think that's one thing that we're not really talking about. I'm curious to get your take on how does the Browns' run game get impacted by the fact that they are going to be facing significantly lighter boxes and probably a higher percentage of nickel defense as a base than they did a year ago? Yeah, I think it probably starts off in a similar place um, because the offense, the scheme is going to be the same. The, generally speaking, the deployment will be similar, and it's going to take – Deshaun Watson in the past game kind of earning the respect of the defense to back off. And once they're punished enough by a few big plays, sort of some play action bombs over the top, some explosive plays that are opened up by the run game and by the alignment and by the, the way that offense deploys, then you'll start to see defenses backing off and giving them more light boxes to run into. And that'll have this, you know, that'll have this magnifying effect on what the run game is able to do. So I think it's, it's a kind of, cycle that's going to have to play its way out but at the start of the season it'll be that run game powering the success of the passing game and then later on in the year 
that's when I think that run game is going to start to reap the benefits of, of what it was sowing earlier in the season um, and, and taking advantage of the, the lighter boxes the teams are, are starting to transition to. I don't know if Nick Chubb's going to even know what to do with himself. In some of these situations, it's going to feel like a very foreign concept, but a a great one, I think, for him and obviously for the Browns. Talk with the great Sam Monson from Pro Football Focus. All right, Sam, I want to ask you about a kicker really quickly because you look at the Browns division. Justin Tucker may be the best to ever do it. Evan McPherson comes in, kicks the team basically to game winners throughout the playoffs and played a massive role in the Super Bowl run of the Bengals and the Browns have been struggling trying to find that guy. They believe Cade York is the guy selected him in the fourth round this year. When you guys go through this and break it down and take a look at these teams, how important is it to have a kicker that is reliable? That is, we'll call it above average or very good, or what's even a great kicker an elite kicker. What does that mean for a team over the course of a 17 game season? And what could Cade York potentially mean for the Browns in that framework? Yeah, it can be massively important. The, the, the issue is that the kind of data says that the only guy you can really, you really count on being elite year after year after year is Justin Tucker. And That's everybody right. else kind of has elite seasons, and then they decline. They go back down. They sort of regress to the norm. Um, but Justin Tucker is the one guy that's been able to do it consistently every single season. So you know, we saw last season the kind of impact that a guy like Evan McPherson can have when he has a year like that, it's incredible, and he was a real big part of the Bengals winning some of those really important games down the stretch and into the playoffs, but that doesn't mean we're going to see that guy again next year, and he might go back to just being you know, a regular kicker. The good news for Cleveland is you know, Cade York was one of the highest-graded kickers in the nation last season um, at PFF. I think he had the second-highest uh, field goal grade of any kicker in the country, so at least the data is there that says he is a very good kicker right now um, and can be that guy. But, yeah, it's it's kind of bucking a trend to be a truly elite kicker year after year for anybody whose name isn't Justin Tucker. Sam, this is a pretty remarkable thing you got coming up with your dad. Uh, yeah. You're going to hit the road through June 10th. Uh, you and your dad, who uh, Dr. John Monson, a board-certified colon and rectal surgeon, going to drive from California to Florida, 3,600 miles. You're going to do so in style, a 1962 yes. Jaguar, uh, to raise awareness and so funding choice. to support uh, cancer research at Advent Health Cancer Institute. Uh, how did you come up with I – mean, it's so cool. I, I, yeah. I have to imagine you're really looking forward to it. How did you come up with it? Where did the idea come from? Um, and how did you decide to do it in this way? Well, we're certainly going to start it in style. Whether or not we make it to the end in style is going to be determined by whether the car survives or not. Um, My dad is a big kind of classic car nut, you know, and and being a surgeon, he has the kind of disposable income that he can afford to do that in a way the rest of us can't. So he had this E-Type Jag bought and kind of restored from the ground up, and it was in California by a guy that does this as a, a sort of specialty and he just said one day, you know, we could ship this thing back and, and just get it over to where he lives in Florida, or we could drive it back and, you know, do something fun with it and then raise some money for, for charity along the way. So that's kind of where it started. So we, we drew up this, uh, this road trip map, 3,600 miles worth of stuff, and we're going to be raising money for men's health and cancer awareness and, and all that kind of stuff along the way. And then hopefully the car makes it in one piece. Now, were you, were you a were you like Cameron from Ferris Bueller, where you didn't get to drive the car, or, or did Pops let you around the cars when you were a kid? Ah, uh, well, so he had this. I got taught to drive when I was like fourteen because he had a theory that anyone who'd watched somebody driving, and this is like a stick shift, 
uh, in, in, in England. He was like, anyone that watched someone driving for long enough would be able to drive just through picking it up through osmosis. I think I dispelled that pretty quickly. Um, but, yeah, we, I've done some driving of his stuff. When I, when I visited him last time, I drove one of his classic cars just down to the park and back with my daughter. Um, but this will be the first time we put any serious mileage on one of them. That's great. It's going to be awesome. That's good. It's going to be stylish, an awesome too. Car. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a gorgeous car. Uh, great stuff, Sam. And, and uh, you can follow Sam. You're going, to, you're going to chronicle the journey on Twitter, right? Yeah. I, my pinned tweet right now, PFF underscore Sam, has got all the information of where you can kind Perfect. of go to find it. We're going to be throwing all kinds of stuff out on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that kind of stuff. So we'll have all kinds of uh, little bits and pieces from along the way. That's a long time with your dad. You guys prepared for that? Yeah, well, you know, a couple of guys at PFF were like, oh, that's great. You get on with your dad, Dean? I was like, well, we do now. You know, we'll find out if we do in two weeks' time. That's right. <laughs> right. It's right. a long time with the pops. Uh, good job, buddy. Always great talking to you. Thanks for your time, and, and uh, good luck with the, with the trip and the cause. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks very much. All right, that's uh, Sam Monson, Pro Football Focus Lead NFL Analyst. Zagura, can you go cross-country with Pedro, not Pedro, in a car? Oh, yeah. No doubt. It would there would be set <laughs> rules. There would be the rules would be so set. There would be a butting of heads over, I'm sure, the air conditioner level. Would you get out of California? <laughs> I mean, it would you do it for free or would you have to be incentivized? I would do it for free for a charity, but I, I do think that there would be some rocky roads. There's no doubt. There's At some no... point he would become furious with me or something or who knows. There's no way in blue hell that I could do it with mine. Zero chance. I think I could do it. I think I can. I could probably do about three hours. You couldn't have done what your uncle did. No, not a chance. Drive from Montana to here with my dad and back and back in a week. No, 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 thanks. Nope. And I like my dad a lot. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. Yeah, that's cool, though. They're doing that. That car is going to feel tight, though. Yeah. That's a small car. I mean, it's that's a, a coupe, beaut, right? No, it's, it's gorgeous, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's a coupe. Yes, it is a two-door. Yeah. I wonder if they have the hard top or they have the rag top. I think you're going to want the hard top. I think, yeah. Because otherwise, I think that's going to be a loud ride. Oh, baby. <laughs> 1962, they didn't have exactly the sensors uh, that we had, the type of seal that is required nowadays on a vehicle. Correct. What would be your guys' choice if you had to drive from Florida to California? What would be your, your vehicle of choice? It would be mine if they somehow could make it make it there in one charge. <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> it would be the best because it, you, your little self. Yeah, let, let it drive it. itself. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Otherwise, I would want to do it. Honestly, I'd want to do it in like a sweet like Winnebago. That's the play. I think. Mean, I think that the sprinter, those souped up sprinters. Oh, soup, that you yeah, see, like a souped up sprinter. Absolutely. I was trying to convince one of the guys in my neighborhood has one. He's got one of those. I'm jealous. So it's so hard. Like we've had such bad luck with air travel, and the pricing is outrageous. So I was like, honestly, contemplating with uh, with the wife. I said, maybe we ought to do that. Like grab rent one of those sprinters and drive out there. Yeah. And then you realize that really, until you get to like the westernmost part of South Dakota, there's not a damn thing to see, man. There's not a whole lot in Indiana no. and Illinois and Iowa. Yeah, but if and most got, of South got Dakota, a nice RV. Like we we had an RV. My f- oldest niece out in Rhode Island, when she graduated high school, we got an RV. 
uh, at the time, the great people at Avalon RV. Oh, uh, maybe they can help me out. Uh, we took the RV to Rhode Island, went to the grad party. Everybody loaded up, and I drove it up into Maine and then drove it back. We stopped at Niagara Falls. We yeah. stopped at a few other places. It was so, a lot of driving for the week. My brother-in-law was going to drive. A lot of driving. And then, like, grape Gatorade and vodka and fell in love, and <laughs> I was driving. So, like, the kids were all young. They were all in the back. And this is like a 30-foot RV. This is not I, – I, That's your big boy. For, like, the first two hours I was driving, I'm like, I'm going to kill us. Like, I don't Until know if I'm used prepared to, to this. Yeah. It was windy. I couldn't uh, do that. I, I mean, I, I could do that. I've driven semis, but I mean, I, yeah, I would not I mean, want to do that. I think the Sprinter's the play. It, and the then you're staying at hotels better. along the way. Yes. But I still think, I think it's fun for about an hour, and then my kids go, Dad, this sucks. When are we there? And you go, well, but can you, four days. How about that, yeah. Bob? Can, can I you drive four it more somewhere? Like, can you drive it for the first couple days and then hop on a plane from there? It'd be the That'd other be, way. Yeah. What, the way that you do it is the other way. You would do a round trip to Minneapolis, and then you would rent the Sprinter in Minneapolis or Denver. Oh, there you go. You go into Denver, and then you'd fly up. You'd drive up through Wyoming, Grand Teton, all that. Go that way, or you do the Minneapolis. But you wouldn't want to do the drive part in this part of the country. You'd no. want to do it on that end. Yeah, where it's prettier. It's different too, though, on a trip that long now with technology. I mean, they'll have iPads, and you know what I mean. Back when I was, I remember when we did, when I was a kid, we did a California to Tucson. Yeah. And our AC went out, so we had to rent a car. Which so he was already unhappy, not pleased. And like, but what you had for as a kid for entertain, like I had, I remember I got a my prerogative bobby brown my prerogative that was the cassette that i got sure that was my splurge that i got to get for the ride down so i listened to that tape and wore the heck out of that but wear that, that out you're playing the license plate game oh yeah oh that's what you're doing i mean that's the that's the way it goes yeah the kids j and now- q j and q very tough normally but we're on a stretch right now in ohio where all the new license plates are j's yeah there's so a lot j's of are everywhere there. j they used are. to be the j and q used to be what would get people possible yeah. yeah now they're we everywhere. would do the states you know, can you get all 50 states oh. on a road trip? Yep. Okay. And you could usually get that by the time. A little you Mad Lib. Mad Do a bunch of right. Mad Libs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not great compared to what they have now. I mean, no, no, now they're playing Madden. We hop in a Sprinter. The Xbox is coming. The yes. Switch is coming. The yes. iPad. You Fortnite. drive. They're in the back. Yeah. They're Life's telling good. people they're dog water. They're telling they're, and they're goaded. And that's goated. what's happening. Yeah. That's how that's going. Um, all right, we've got uh, we got a couple of things to get to. We got an interesting ranking here. Uh, quarterback in coach rankings play caller rankings we will get to this coming up we'll tell you where our guys stand on that pretty high usually we're low on these lists we're actually pretty high on this one uh we'll get to that coming up next list to cleveland browns daily on 850 espn cleveland cleveland browns daily on 850 espn cleveland Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk is a proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Uh, we saw this. I threw – who's this from? This is CBS Sports who did this. Yes. Top-ranked quarterback and coach. Cody Benjamin. Cody Benjamin. In my top mind, rank. I was like, all right, maybe we'll be – I'd like to be in the top ten. 
That was what I wanted. To well, be. What, I, what I was already prepared for my argument to this, which was no one right now, no one's ranking us high at anything. Yep. Because nobody just wants to, it just doesn't want to, it wants, doesn't want to be anything positive. Yep. So it's always we're way lower than we need to be. But in this one, Cody actually puts us really, really high. Fourth on the list. Third on the list. Third. Cody Brady, gets right into it. Cody. Brady and Bowles, one and two. Yep. Uh, Wilson and Hackett is is two. That's interesting. It's a lot of love for Hackett. It's a lot of love for Hackett. It's a lot of love for Bowles, too, to be fair. Yeah, well, I think it's Tom. Sure. And then Deshaun and Stefanski are three on this list. Uh, Matt Ryan, Frank Wright come in at number four. Cousins. I'm, where in the hell are the Rams guys? <sighs> are they are they, are they not, not no, eligible? No, no. no, because Stafford. Oh, new. New. This is new. New. Oh, new coach. Okay. New coach. Oh, okay. yeah. new coach right. Cause I was like, oh, where's Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and Peter LaFleur? Where's LaFleur? Yes, this Rogers. is new coach. New combinations. New combinations. New combinations. Right. But it's still, oh, there's okay. still some questionable. What's questionable, though? What do you, where do you take umbrage? I don't know what hack it is. <laughs> I no, think they're I mean, saying it doesn't for, matter. Don't forget, like, Denver got Hackett because they were hoping to, that he would lure Rodgers. <laughs> you know, I think that there's a variation, certainly, and it's unfair to just say that, you know, all of the guys from the LaFleur, Shanahan, Kubiak tree are – they're not – that'd be absurd to say that they're all the same, but they do have a lot of the same principles yes. in them. So, like, yes. Nathaniel Hackett smart. being a failure, they're smart. Correct. Uh, he's not going to bomb, not with Russell Wilson. He's yep. smart enough to know how to take advantage of Russell Wilson. I, I, don't, I don't sense that no. that's a bomb. I don't, I don't think Pickett and Tomlin should be ahead of Trey Lance and Kyle. I don't think – or Tua and McDaniel, for that matter. I don't see that. Pickett and Tomlin at eight is actually pretty stunning in retrospect. Yeah. Very stunning. Boy, some of these are just laughable. Especially because imagine? Tomlin's not an offensive guy, and his offensive no, coordinators no. haven't exactly been home runs here recently. Mm -mm. No, they have not. By the way, uh, Tua and McDaniel, we were mentioning them, down at number six there on the list. I'm going to read you a quote today, and I want you to tell me who it comes from. And I quote, Tua actually has one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. Tua is a very accurate quarterback. I'm very confident. The sky is the limit for that guy. Heck of a talent. He has crazy arm strength and crazy arm talent. Tyree Kill? That's right. Yeah. I think he's talking about Pat Mahomes. <laughs> like, he can't say that Tua has crazy arm strength after catching balls from Pat Mahomes. Like, that's crazy. I think, you know, you got a lot of money guaranteed. You're living in Miami. You feel you're making the best feel in generation. You already won a championship. Yeah, you feel bad about what happened with the viral video. You know, that's probably the way that that goes. Would be my guess. Still, it's pretty nice. It's a pretty prettiest balls. He does throw a nice ball. I've seen a, a tight spiral from Tua from time to time. Very accurate. Okay, confident. Sky is the limit. Not sure. Crazy arm strength. Crazy arm talent. That I don't know. I don't think anybody thought that. No, I don't think that that's what you would say at any point of his development. Yeah, even at if anything, he was he was probably at his best thought of as like a breeze type, uh -huh. a really accurate pinpoint. You know, that was kind of the idea. Sure, sure. Guys on time. What does it say when Cody Benjamin ranks Justin Fields and Eberflus ahead of Carson Wentz and Ron Rivera? That Carson Wentz sucks. Yeah, people know it. And I'll tell you this it. right now, though. I I am uh, I I read a quote this morning from Justin Fields about. 
you know, we're here to change the culture. He, like, said culture four times in the sentence. And I just broke for him because that situation that he's in, to me, is as bad as any situation that any rookie quarterback's been in other than the expansion situations like Couch and David Carr. Like, other than that, I don't know that there's a worse situation than the one he's in. It's awful. There are no weapons. There's no protection. There's no offensive genius to take care of him. It's just fed to the wolves. Like they gave up all of that and they're feeding him to the wolves. How can you not see that? Yeah, why did why would you do that? What would be the point? I would trade him right now. Call the I Niners would too. and try to trade him for Trey Lance right now. And the Niners can fix their thing and probably have to throw you a pick back or something. Well, I would do that or I would do the other thing. And I would, yes, I would trade. I think that that's the smart play. Trading before this is all exposed. Because his stock yeah. is never, it's right. only going to go down from here. There's no way his play is gonna is gonna make up for what's what's around him there. He's in an almost impossible situation. It is. It, yeah, it really is. It's it's absolutely brutal. It's God. I want free Justin Fields. I wanted Kyle to draft him so badly. That I would know have been you the did. Right spot for him. Absolutely. There is some buddy. Davis Mills, Lovey Smith is a real combination. Marcus Mariota, Arthur Smith is a real combination. Geno Smith, Pete Carroll is a real situation. Those are real. It should Drew be say Drew Locke. I was gonna say. I don't know why it doesn't say Drew Locke. Yeah. Either way, yeah. those are all real NFL quarterback situations. Currently, they like Davis Mills in Houston. They're pleased with them. Mariota's hanging on until Desmond Ritter plays, um, or until they draft a quarterback yeah. this year. Those would be the two options on that one. A little quick NFL news: uh, Ian Rappaport. The there has been a change in the Rooney Rule. The quarterback coach job is now subject to the Rooney Rule. That means it requires an outside interview with a diverse candidate that's coming from the uh, NFL owners spring meetings that are taking place right now in uh, Atlanta Jonathan Jones says the NFL's passed a resolution that will prohibit teams from conducting in-person head coach interviews with candidates employed by a team until after the conclusion of wildcard weekend this measure is meant to allow head coach candidates more time to prepare for an interview there you go all right, the folks on Good Morning Football with a little bit of a debate on how things have shifted in the AFC North. We'll have that for you coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Now you're thinking about upgrading your enterprise operating systems, but you can't afford the downtime and disruption that goes with a major overhaul. Well, my friends at EOX Vantage can help. They're data scientists, also business operations experts. Your EOX Vantage team does not take a rip-and-replace approach to improving your operating systems. Instead, they help you build onto what you already have so you make the best use of your investments, both old and new. Fearing your employees will stress out over your new systems, EOX Vantage works to ensure your people can easily adopt their new workflows at a comfortable pace, and you can start out by making easily manageable changes and add on more when the time is right. Read how other business owners have overhauled their systems without overwhelming their people at eoxvantage.com. And now from this morning on Good Morning Football, Rachel Bonetta, D'Angelo Hall, P. Shregs, and Adam rank the debate uh, if the hierarchy has shifted. Adam rank. Adam rank. Yeah, that was good. That was perfect. It makes sense. Kick, save, and abuse. No, that was a good job by catching. I just smiled. That was, I was going to let you go with that. Because it, it makes sense that they would. those four would I don't rank. know Adam rank. I don't know who he is. Adam rank. He's NFL been on the guy. show. He's been on our show. A lot of energy. Was I on? Works yeah. in some wrestling references. You were sure? Yes. <laughs> no, no, I'm not sure. Not anymore. I'm not sure not anymore. anymore. They debate if the hierarchy has shifted in the AFC North. Let's have a listen. 
We've seen some big moves in the AFC North so far this offseason. Deshaun Watson sticks out. Uh, but each of these teams made some key additions. And this is the division that produced the AFC champion Bengals. But has the hierarchy shifted? Are the Bengals the clear-cut favorites in the AFC North? Uh, D'Angelo, what do you think? Oh, hey, look, I love the Bengals. I love Joe Burrow. Um, I know I even love Zach Taylor, but for me to sit here and say that the Bengals are the clear-cut favorite, I'm going to have to say no. Um, I felt like the season they had last year, I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but it was more of a Cinderella type of a run. I think this team is still, you know, still has some maturing to do. Um, but when you talk about, to me, the way the Baltimore Ravens play football, um, when Lamar Jackson is on the football field, anything can happen. Um, it, as he continues to develop, they continue to put playmakers around him, um, protect him with that offensive line. Um, you know, J.K. Dobbins, Peter mentioned him, didn't make his under 25 list, but he's a dog. And so they're continuing to put playmakers around Lamar Jackson. If this team is healthy, man, the way they play football, they're like the San Francisco 49ers. They, they tell you we're going to run the football and they make you stop them. Um, you know, just like in Baltimore Raven fashion, they had a great draft class. I love Kyle Hamilton. Can't wait to see kind of that versatile chess piece um, that he becomes in the new defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald's defense, right? I think that's one thing we got to remember. It's not going to be Wink Martindale's defense. Um, it might be a hybrid of some of Wink Martindale's stuff, uh, but Mike McDonald, who had a lot of success um, you know, at the University of Michigan, uh, has been around John Harbaugh. I just absolutely love him. I think he'll bring a different dynamic um, to that Baltimore Ravens defense. Uh, they'll be healthy. Think about all the injuries they had in the secondary, on the defense. We talked about Lamar Jackson being hurt and just that offense struggling a little bit. And so, you know, I think it's the Baltimore Ravens personally. But, you know, I also think if the Browns are in striking distance, right, Depend depending on what happens with their quarterback, if they can hang around, I do think they have the best quarterback in the division. Um, and that's saying a lot because I just told you I love Joe Burrow. So it, it's going to be interesting. This is going to be one of those divisions to keep an eye on, though. Yeah, I mean, Deshaun Watson's really good. Uh, Amari Cooper's really good. Jadavian Clowney is back. Like, they, they added a lot in Cleveland, too. And yet, I have to give the respect to the defending division champions. The Bengals are the team to beat in the AFC North until they're beaten. And last year, they absolutely demolished the Ravens in two games. And one of them was with Lamar. They crushed the Ravens. And it was so bad that they were ported on late in that second time they played. And it looked like John Harbaugh had it in his feelings a little bit. Like, what are we doing here? Um, <laughs> the Bengals didn't lose anybody of, of significance that would make me think they can take a major step back. I love CJ Uzama and some of the defensive backs, but all things considered, this is a team that went into Tennessee and beat the number one seed, went into Kansas City and beat the defending conference champions, and they went to the Super Bowl and were a drive short of winning that game. And they added to their roster the one Achilles heel for the Bengals is that they can't block Joe Burrow, and that's true. He was sacked 70 times or something last year. So they went out and they were very deliberate. And they were like, we're going to get Alex Kappa, who was a talented free agent, young guy from Buccaneers, Lyle Collins, Ted Karras from Patriots, and then they drafted Cordell Volson. Big Cordell Volson talk here on Good Morning Football. You're not getting that anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> you get these guys, and you're like, we are going to build around Burrow. And then I end it with this, the same T-shirt I've held up 100 times on these home shows. This is the wow. crew. This is the crew right here. That's Mixon. That's Chase. That's Boyd. That's Higgins. That's Burrow. They're all there. 
I gotta say, I love what the Ravens and Browns and even the Steelers have done to kind of tinker with their rosters. They're all gonna be competitors, but until someone dethrones the Bengals, let's give respect where respect is due. We have disrespected them too many times over the last decade. This Bengals team deserves our attention, and I'm gonna say they are the AFC North favorites going into this season. Yeah, I would agree with that, Peter. And I, I think that it all comes down to Joe Burrow. And one of the things that we saw recently, he was doing an interview and talking about the Baltimore Ravens and how he's owned that team, how he loves to beat them, how the Ravens always were running their mouth against them. And he wanted to go out and really put it on them. And I love having a quarterback that's not afraid to say something that's not, you know, what you typically hear from quarterbacks. You hear, you hear a lot of them be very deferential. Oh, they're good. They're good. They're, no, no, no. Joe Burrow goes the other way. He's cutting wrestling promos. And I kind of dig that about him. And I think that this, as you said, he's this Bengals team got better. Like remember last year, like the, the big, the big argument was like, do they take, do they take Jamar chase? Do they take alignment? Well, they went out there. They added a center. They added a right guard and they added a tackle. Like they rebuilt three fifths of their offensive line. So if you give Joe Burrow more time, it's amazing to think that he could actually be better. Like he could be an ascending player. So for me, I think it's cool like to talk about these other squads and what they've been able to do. But like you, Peter, until somebody goes out there and proves it against the Bengals, I'm going to keep picking them. I don't know. I'm a little bit worried about the Bengals. The Super Bowl hangover curse is a very real thing. Whoever doesn't win the Super Bowl always has a little bit of a stutter step to their to their following season. I'm with D'Angelo. The Ravens last season, guys, I feel like every single time I looked at my phone, I had a notification saying another injury, another injury, another injury. Let's put look, look at this. These are all guys that went down like hard. This past season, Lamar Jackson, he missed four games. J.K. Dobbins, 17 games. Marcus Peters, 17 games. All of these guys were out for pretty much the entire season. They're not dealing with any of those. I was looking up these guys last night. They're all recovering. They've had their surgeries in the offseason. They're ready for next year. Not only that, but somebody from their division, the Bengals, went to the Super Bowl last year. That's a little bit of a chip on the shoulder, if I do say so. I think that the Ravens are going to be really exciting to watch. Also, not to mention, we've talked about this once on this show before, and it got us into a little bit of trouble because Lamar Jackson actually tweeted about it. Lamar Jackson's got a contract to sign. He's got some money to make. Is he going to ball out this year, Schrager? we got to be careful with what we say, Shregs. But what do you think? Could this contract maybe Lamar's be a little a viewer. bit of a... It said Lamar is a viewer of the show. He keeps uh, his ears and eyes open. And when we had a very, very, uh, Dante Hall said something very innocuous about his contract. Lamar was tweeting and saying, hey, don't worry about my contract. You know, what you guys worry about you. Say this, Lamar Jackson more or less is betting on himself this year. He goes out there and they win the AFC North. It's going to be impossible not to pay him at least what Deshaun Watson's making already. And Deshaun Watson hasn't taken a snap for the Cleveland Browns yet. Yeah, and you know, I, I tell people all the time when it comes to that contract situation, right, as a cornerback, you aren't making that quarterback type of money. And so sometimes you're forced to play on one-year deals or you're forced to play, uh, you know, with no years left on your contract, right? And so Lamar Jackson has, has that mindset that he's had from the time he came up playing football, and that's I, I always believe in myself. I never think I'm going to get hurt. I never think about any of those things. And so, you know, I think Lamar's kind of putting the ball back in his court in this whole situation, right? How Kirk Cousins was able to get franchised and essentially, you know, get franchised twice and essentially write his own destiny 
Um, and so, you know, I kind of love the Lamar Jackson approach of just taking your time, understanding that, you know, that money's not going anywhere. And as all of these other quarterbacks continue to, you know, to get signed up, the price tag just continues to go, go goes up and up and up because what dominant player doesn't feel like they're going to continue to be dominant and bet on themselves. And so I actually don't mind it. If I'm Lamar, I possibly would go ahead and take the 45 a year and go ahead and lock it up. Yeah. But, you know, I ain't mad at him either. You know, I ain't mad at him at all. But it's kind of on brand for him, like his journey. Like he was a standout at Louisville. It's not like he went to an, an SEC school. He was somebody who was drafted at the very end of the first round. He has been a player that people have suggested change position. And every time he continues to bet and he continues to better himself and continues to be one of the top players in the NFL. So I listen, I'm, I'm not questioning him. What, he, what he's done to get to this point is proven to be correct. So I will trust him and I will trust this process. And I know it's going to be very lucrative for him. A lot of good stuff from the fellows and Miss Bonetta on that one. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland so Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. I'll tell you, as good as the first two rounds of the NBA playoffs have been, these have sucked. Listen, I was happy for uh, for the voice. Uh, 18 to oh, 1 at course. one point, that game. I, was, I didn't even have to finish it. I turned it off. I was like, this game is unwatchable it, in the, the best The first way. two rounds, everything was great. Yeah, all the anymore. games are great. They've all been bad. Yeah. They've all been bad. I so think a Warriors-Celts finals is the best possible option. I agree with you. I think that's your best hope for good basketball. I, yeah. I just, I just don't think Miami has the firepower I don't think, I don't, agreed. to hang. So that's probably your best shot. Uh, enjoy your night, fellas. Yeah, and tomorrow, listen, big day. First Friday. First Friday. First OTA, media availability, coach, oh boy. players, the oh whole boy. deal. So We're on the cusp of it all, aren't get we? Get ready. Uh, the next level is coming up next. Thanks for listening. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and ESPN 850 WKNR.